This podcast is now streaming on the Accounting Influencers main show. Subscribe to the Accounting Influences podcast to listen to more content just like this. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to learn even more from the very best experts, thought leaders and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Sponsored by Accountex. This is the UK Matters in Accounting podcast with myself, Rob Brown, and Martin Bissett talking about all things important to UK accounting, bookkeeping, and fintech professionals. And Martin, this is part of our five shows that go out every day of the week. We're catering to all tastes, aren't we, here with the network? Oh, big time. Yeah, we are. And I think all tastes serves pretty well for what we're going to cover today as well, because as we look at UK Matters in Accounting, and as everyone's been listening to this series, they've been listening to all of the interviews and insights that came from Accountex. And, and you know, of course, Accountex was back in May now. So listeners will be you know, perfectly within their rights and say, well, why are you still on about this? And we're still on about this, guys, it's because you forget all the time. So we have a conference and you learn lots of things and you make lots of notes and buy my notes. The number of times I have conversations, people go, oh, it's in my notes somewhere. Well, what was the point of going if you're just going to forget it instantly? So what we've done is a deliberate attempt to keep it front of your mind for months afterwards. And now, at the time of recording, we're looking forward to Accountex North. So what we'd like to do here, I thought, Rob, would be perhaps say five things that I learned, because I keep notes too. I publish mine. Um, and maybe the five things that I like best about Accountex London to wrap up this Accountex series. Yes, and we're going to do another episode later, Martin, on the events seen generally in the UK for the accounting ecosystem. But we're talking about Accountix because under the diversified brand, this is the event, isn't it, of the year? It's the biggest of its kind, one of the biggest in the world, I've heard, as an agnostic event, not put on by a specific provider or person or company. So it attracts all kinds of people. And we were there, we were doing live interviews and the speaking program was huge. There was a lot going on there and people were glad to be back, weren't they? That was the overarching theme there. Oh, I think that that's for sure. I mean, if I may, I'll take you through the five learning points that I got. Um, the first one would be that the audience has changed for the better. And uh, so what I mean by that is that the audience that I looked out on, I, I did um, uh, two speaking sessions at Accountex. One was a keynote uh, on the keynote stage and the other one was a panel. And on the keynote stage, I got up there and looked out upon a lot of faces that I don't recognize. Now, to put that in context, I've been speaking at Accountex uh, since 2013. Uh, Accountex has been going since 2012. And since 2013, I, you know, you get to meet a lot of people. You get to see a lot of faces. And normally, for somebody with the number of miles I've got on the clock, I would go out in front of an audience that's on the back of Countex, and I would know the vast majority of the faces that I'm looking at. I would have spoken to them, worked with them previously, or whatever, had contact with them. But this time, I didn't. And I don't know if that's because existing firms were sending different people from their firms, or just quite simply, there are different firm owners coming to Accountex now. Changing of the guard, maybe? Maybe changing the guard. But critically, it's become much broader. The audience has become much broader in terms of age, you know, so not just the 50 plus year olds, in terms of gender and in terms of ethnicity, since our well, last show in 2019 and all the shows prior to that. Uh, now, of course, I've aged too, so they may well be getting younger because I'm getting older. But nevertheless, I thought that was extremely healthy 
for the profession at large that there are different faces with different perspectives, with different perhaps firm propositions who are coming to a context that can only be healthy for both the profession and the vendor community alike. So that was reflected in the audience for sure. You helped curate the speaking program. Was that reflected in the speakers, the experts, the gurus, influencers upon the stages? Um, to a degree. You're always going to get certain faces because, of course, certain large organizations get a speaking slot as part of their deal to be in the context. So you are always going to get a repetition of names. So it'd be very unusual to have 168 brand new speakers every year. But nevertheless, there was, yeah, we did see some new speakers. And encouragingly, those new speakers were accountants in practice who were sharing with the audience how they've done what the rest of the audience are trying to achieve. So that first point is that the audience is changing. It's evolving. We're emerging from the pandemic. It's good that that is happening. And it's a message to all of the vendors, coaches, consultants, trainers, suppliers, advisors to the accounting profession to keep your message current and to keep changing it and adapting it and innovating it for an ever-growing and ever-changing audience so they stay relevant and competitive. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to do too much in accounting to remain relevant. It doesn't change that quickly. But nevertheless, what's encouraging is that the audience is changing for the better. It's not reducing in size, it's increasing in size. It's not reducing in diversity, it's increasing in diversity. It's not reducing in age, it's increasing in age. That's what's encouraging about it. So that's number one. Number two, I refer to this as the Accountex sound. The Accountex sound was back. <laughs> and anyone who goes to Accountex will know what I mean. And anyone who doesn't won't know what I mean. But there's this crescendo of noise that comes, you know, at, at the end of a, a set of keynotes, for example, when everyone starts discussing what they've just heard, or when the show is in full flow. And if you are on the show floor at that time, and you just stand still for a minute, you hear what collaboration sounds like. You hear what um, opportunity sounds like because you get this mix in your ears of all these conversations happening at once, coming towards you as one big sonic boom. And it's, you know, th there's always background noise, conversational noise at any given conference. But at a context, because of the size of the arena and because of the number of people in there and because of the number of concurrent conversations that are taking place simultaneously, it forms itself into a crescendo. And that I hadn't heard um, since 2019. So it was great to get the Accountex sound back as well. That's an excellent observation. When we did the live interviews that are on video on our YouTube channel and also the audio, we pointed out the Accountex buzz. You can hear the energy in the background behind these live interviews. And that's why we love doing the live interviews on, uh, on occasion. Absolutely. The, the third one was from a vendor perspective. I have seen evidence firsthand, this isn't anecdotal, I have seen evidence firsthand of a greater sense of openness and collaboration between vendors. Historically, it's been territorial in that vendors uh, would not welcome other vendors on their stands, for example. Vendors would not be keen to share information as to how well the show had gone for them with their competing vendors, for example. That seems to have changed. Now, again, is that a change in corporate policy of the vendors? I don't know. Is it a change in the attitude and culture of those who are working for the vendors? I don't know. Maybe it's both. But what I did see are large vendors who've paid a lot of money to be in Accountex being open with their statistics, findings, um, all kinds of sort of information with people you would expect them to keep it secret from. There was the sense that uh, being territorial is actually cutting off your own nose to spite your face. There's actually more value to be can, to be had if you stop being scared about an account about a competitor trying to rip you off and just work with them instead. Because for for many 
uh, vendors, they are serving slightly different audiences just in the same room. Um, and so it was very encouraging to see firsthand vendors sharing information that benefits them both. Yeah, I picked that up on the interviews that we did, that far from the adversarial competitive nature you're alluding to, when I asked them, what have you enjoyed most about it? They've said often it's talking to other vendors, seeing what they're doing, see how we might collaborate yes. and, and innovate together to serve the profession better. Yes, absolutely right. Um, which we can never get enough of. Now, number four, speaking of depression, number four, penultimate one, was the increase of practitioners being the ones doing the speaking on a pure education of their profession basis. They had no product or service to promote. Having advisors and gurus and people like me and you on the stage, Rob, is a positive for the profession in that we give them an, a uh, insights from more firms than they'll ever speak to. We give them experience of more managing partners offices than they've ever been in. So that's very positive when people like you and me speak to the profession, but for many of our professional colleagues, they're there to sell something. So a, a guru talk at Accountex can often go like this. Have you ever had this problem? You're not alone. Other people have that problem. They came to me and I fixed it. You can fix it too with my brand new program. Seven steps to nothing in particular right now. And that is necessity from the guru's point of view. That's what they're there to do. They're there to sell the program. So it's necessity from their point of view. Does it bring value to the audience? Maybe. Maybe it's the odd insight there, the odd takeaway that is useful to the audience. But is it as good as a practitioner standing there with no commercial agenda to say, here's how I did what you're trying to do. No, it's not as good as that. Practitioners speaking, sharing their expertise, perhaps more experienced, more tech-enabled, more forward-thinking practitioners of any age, of, of any sort of category whatsoever, standing in front of their own peers and saying, here's how I did what you're trying to do, and I'm sharing it with you so that you might benefit. I've got no distinct commercial upside to doing this. I'm just doing it because I want you to benefit from it. That's best. That's what I loved to see. And there's a lot more of it uh, at Accountex. And the organizers of the show should be praised to the hilt for taking uh, the show in that direction. My One of my favorite quotes I've said on the show many times from Muhammad Ali, it ain't bragging if you've done it. And there's a certain credibility from people stood up there that have walked that walk rather than the gurus that have just talked about people that have walked that walk. They've not been in it themselves. Yeah. For me, there are, I mean, you know, I despise the word guru in the first place. So let, let's say it's experts, you know, even that's questionable. For me, Robert, in, in the accounting profession, there's experts and there's experts. And here's the difference. There are people who have read books, have watched YouTube videos, have maybe got one or two case studies, and they're now repeating and regurgitating that information to the audience as if it was act as if it was widespread, okay? And they're actually just repeating, as, as, a, as an old boss of mine used to say, professional regurgitators. They are not bringing proven, road-tested, worldwide uh, principles and insights and processes and methodologies to the audience. They've read a book, it sounded good to them, and now they're repeating it as if it was their own material. So there's that type of speaker, and then there's those, and there's not as many of these second category, unfortunately, who have done it, who have been in the trenches, who were an accountant themselves at some point, or have spent so long working with accountants, they feel like they're an accountant, but have been in managing partners' offices, have sat on the board, in the board meetings, have been at the prospect meetings, were in when we had to hire that rising star, were there when we had to fire that long-term senior manager. They were in on all of it. They priced the proposal. They went out and helped cl close the deal. The people who have actually been in the trenches with the accountants. There's not many of those left. That, for me, is a higher level of expert and one that the audience should still listen to, very much so. But... I would still 
perhaps rather have a practitioner on even beyond that. And Accountech stands out as a brand because as well as the whole vendor community there, they have a terrific program of speaking and seminars, don't they, that people can enjoy at the event. Yeah, and I mean, for, for the organizers, the challenge is, is, is how do we cover all the bases and make sure that the audience is interested in all the bases? Because you'll never please everybody. You know, if, you're, if you have seven tax talks, you'll get one practitioner saying, why aren't there more? And another practitioner saying, why are there so many? So, you, so the, the job they've got of, of putting together a program that ticks the, the, the needs of all of the attendees is almost an impossibility. So you've got to play percentages. And say right, the majority of our audience is going to benefit from this, you know. So that so it is not an easy task balancing that that um, that agenda. But I think they did a great job. What's your other points, Martin? Your takeaways from Accountex 2022? Our last one is that firms sent their teams more than they sent their ownership. So where in the past you might have uh, Dave Jones from Jones and Co. And you know, in Dave's firm, there's a headcount of twelve, but only he's there because he's the one that planted a day off. You know, now this year. What you saw is three or four people coming from the firm and the ownership not attending. Now, from a vendor point of view, that's not great, of course, because your buyer's not there. But from a show point of view, it's fantastic because it's a realization by the attendees that the firm's ownership is rarely representative of the firm's long-term future. And so by sending their team, they're sending the future of the firm to go and see the show as opposed to the ones who perhaps have got five years or less left. So I think I saw a lot more of that this year. And I think that's very encouraging. Again, the exposed younger team members, younger professionals to the wider picture of accounting, when previously they don't come out of their own offices or their own cube farm, they don't see what's outside of their firm. So I thought that was very, very healthy. And it allowed vendors, of course, to build relationships with people who are going to be buyers for years to come, you know, not just the next five years. So I think in those five, Rob, the way I would summarize the whole thing is that if we're talking about eight-figure firms, for example, let's take the eight-figure firms, the upper mid-tier, you know, pale, male, and stale, I think still has a death grip on those in terms of representation, but it's not the same now in five, six, and seven-figure firms, the majority of whom um, are once seen at Accountex. Now you're seeing younger people. Now you're seeing a much better balance uh, in gender. Now you're seeing those who've got far more interested, uh, far more interest in, in the technology and how technology affects the profession. Um, so the profession is taking a very long time, but it is making tangible, discernible, measurable progress. And my recommendation now would be more practitioners speaking in the future and less people like me. And of course, I'm only joking there because there's no one like me. No, indeed. That's been a brilliant summary of Accountex 2022. Thank you, Martin. Excellent points to take away. And hopefully our listeners will be thinking, well, Accountex North is coming up. I could definitely attend that one. And Accountex 2023, which obviously is going to be the biggest and best that we've ever seen. Thank you so much. This has been UK Matters in Accounting. On next week's show, we will be looking at the whole event seen in the UK as a whole and comparing the different events and making some recommendations for you. See you next time. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Sponsored by Accountex.